Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Before gaming was easy, it would be your mom. Bam Bam here. If you listen to work, don't listen to work or get yourself a damn good set of headphones. If you listen at home, don't listen around kids or just don't have kids and the problem is solved. We are a weekly tabletop wargaming podcast. We commonly talk about Warhammer 40k and the competition scene in the Lord Marshall Conference in the Midwest. With all that being said, next week we will not have an episode. Next week I'm going to be on my honeymoon. I am getting married tomorrow, so I'm going to take a little bit of a break, enjoy Colorado, and enjoy time with my lady, and then uh, be back the week after that with probably some some reports of what's going down in Holton, because a few of us are hitting the Free State GT, and hopefully I'll be ready for it, and I'm looking forward to my honeymoon, and then coming back and playing some Warhammer, and talking to all you guys again soon. So, without much delay, here is the episode. And, uh, oh crap, I'm lying to you again. The uh, audio for whatever, the, there were some technical difficulties, so you could watch the video on the Facebook page, but uh, there was some locking up, some freezing up, and some weirdness that happened. So uh, I'm going to try and save what audio I can for this podcast. So if it jumps around or it feels out of sorts, that's exactly what went down. So I tried to salvage as much as I could so you guys could listen to it. So here we go. Alright, Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy to be your mom. Uh, Manos Bam is here tonight, and uh, here with uh, Dan Sammons. What's up, Dan? Not much. And uh, Scott Sasser, that sexy bald man on the very bottom, if you're watching the video. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Let me make sure. Actually, you guys, shit. I have to do that again, because I think I had your audio shut off, so that's fine. It's Dan and Scott. They just you couldn't hear the response. So, <laughs> all right. How's everybody doing, man? How's everybody doing tonight? Tired as hell. Tired. Why are you so tired? Baby, getting up twice last night. Yeah. Oh, for real? Plus, I was up late trying to paint. Yeah. So. You know how to fix that? What? Not have kids. Jeez. <laughs> 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 or get them get them grown. Hey, Steve Henderson says, hey, guys. What's up, Steven? How you doing, man? Howdy. What about you, Scott? What you been up to, brother? Not too much, man. Just been uh, enjoying myself. Got back from that, uh, that team tournament this weekend, so just kind of laying low, kind of drank way too much and uh, smoked too much and uh, had a good weekend. Oh, oh. Oh, here he is. Look, he just popped in there. Uh, the, the butcher himself. Ben, ben Sherwin, what's up, Ben? Fucking tired. Let's do this. <laughs> that was the same thing Dan said earlier. tired, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I do uh, all three services today, and that usually sucks. Oh, man. Look at that, man. They were letting anybody in here tonight. This fucking scrub. Damn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. Look homeless, bro. That's the truth. You know the American Red Cross will give you like shampoo and a and a a shower, right? (laughs) And I've been meaning to go get my hair cut. This Ukraine stuff at work, man. I'm just I'm blown. Yeah. 
so yeah I'm, I'm tired too i've been uh i feel like i've been running and running and running and i'm just zapped so after this weekend though when the wedding's all done i get to go on a honeymoon and unwind so i'm looking forward to that and so those are looking for an episode next week next week we will not have an episode so it'll be we'll be on hiatus while i'm in colorado up to shenanigans and then uh come back after that hopefully have some some good stuff to talk about because next week we got free state uh ben where are you gonna find your way to free state we'll see still gotta find coverage for a dinner if i can get that i'm there uh scott's gonna be at free state what about you josh where are you going uh no i'm not going to free state i think the next one i'll make it to is bug eater okay i'm gonna i'm gonna be helping dan out down there nice i know dan was going to free state because he's uh frantically painting um rail guns at the moment so i'm not going to free state i'm going to a adepticon so i had to not be able to go to a free state yeah that's that's what gets me man right like you, how many how many yeah. things a month are you allowed to travel to with your wife pass so i'm going to adepticon as well so i'm going to adepticon too so i don't i don't have to get permission to go play toy soldiers which is cool so yeah it's uh it was a good weekend dude we had my bachelor party and uh my boy baby gap hooked it up and uh, we actually we actually convinced the the club to let us set up a table to play Warhammer in there with uh with the gals that were doing the ballet. So it was a good time. I drank uh, I drank copious amounts of whiskey and had to take it pretty easy the next day. So it was uh, it was mission accomplished. So nice, good. That's good. How many how many people were there? We probably had about a dozen of us. So nice, one that's other good. guy. That's how many people it takes to play 40k. Yeah. Not believe it or not, <laughs> man. Uh uh Dunkalicious and Matt were there. And uh, when I rolled up in the parking lot and saw them standing there together, it was like I had a, like a double ghost sighting. And uh Alex made it out. So Alex was there and like uh quite a few of the team guys were there. Charles was there, so Apparently, uh, apparently Charles Fox is adept at the ways of the strip club because uh, he uh, was not. No, don't surprise rodeo. me. Charles looks like a guy who knows his way around a dollar bill. <laughs> it, it was not his first rodeo by any measure. So, but uh, we had a good time, man, and uh, got to play a little Warhammer in a in a forbidden place, which I'm not I'm not sure that's ever been done, but we did it. So, and uh, what was funny was the questions and the looks, and we just didn't care. We were just rolling the dice and. And looking at the ladies, so but it was it was pretty good. So, Scott, you went to a team tournament, right? Yeah, we uh, we went to the uh, Mind Games and Magic hosted at the uh, New Yellow Rock Barn, um, uh, three man f- uh, five round team event. Uh, our team wound up taking first. We uh, we uh, went in there five zero. It's pretty pretty good event. Uh, the, they had a bunch of really good food. The uh, they, they they brought in two food trucks. One was uh, like Chef Ariso's tacos. It had some Al Pastor tacos that were just fucking off the chain. Uh, and then the next day they had they brought this uh, the gyro guy or some something like that that was just really good. Uh, the, the the terrain was all all great. At least looked great on all on all the tables. But uh, they made some uh, all, all they were all dense. Every ruin. And there was like 10 ruins on every table. It was pretty intense. It was really it good for like, custodes. Sounds like you guys managed to, to navigate it. So 
Yeah, it was it was fun though. Play play a lot of good teams. You know, there were there were a lot of other teams that uh, I thought had a really good chance, and uh, we just ended up playing them first, second, third, fourth round. So it was uh, enjoyable, very fun. We we ended up playing down to Nate Martin's team for the final final game. Rolled was, up. We was said that like was that like beating up on all the special ed kids or something, or was that? They walk, we walked up and we're, they, uh, they, they asked if, if, if they could just pair however however they wanted. And we said, sure. And so we just set up shop and, uh, and uh, played, played three spectacular games. It was Josh, what are, you, what are you eating there, man? I'm kind of scaroused. Well, when you texted me, you asked me what I was doing. I said, I'm eating ice cream and thinking about your mom. So okay. I really am. I'm eating ice cream. I... Well, she's dead, so you can use that as sprinkles if you want. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I was thinking about all the missed opportunities, man. Yeah. What about you, Ben? What have you been up to, man? Working. Working. Boothway. Yeah. Dan? Same thing. Working. Kids. Testing. Yeah, testing. How's that? How's Dojo been? You uh, you thrilled? You you frustrated? You? Uh, I mean, I played uh, our league final game on Saturday versus Scott and I kind of had a, I tweaked an Eldar list to try to counter Tau and it worked fairly well. I think if you played it differently though, and his list wasn't optimal, I think if you played it differently and had a little bit better optimized list, then he still wins that matchup, even though trying to like a hard counter Tau. And then I played into custodes and like, I don't know. I, I like Wraith Lords and they're, they're, they're good and stuff and they're, they're not too expensive, but they they just they don't they don't last <laughs> they do not they do not last at all so like the against the custodes players the corner deployment and so he was barreling up the middle and i was like i can't put anything in the middle it's just gonna die so i kind of wanted to i might try out some uh wraith blades and just see how they do because i don't think custodes like fighting them okay but i'm just just working my way i think i've i mean i've i don't know five or six games eldar so far with just five or six different lists pretty much just trying all the different shit. Wraithblade still one damage. No, the axe they're two. Okay. And they're a- AP three base, which is nice. Yeah. So a lot they're they're a little pricey, but the Eldar just don't have anything that wants to move forward and get hit. So maybe that'll maybe that'll do something. Wait for don't want to take the damage. I mean, their st- stuff doesn't work in melee, so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can move it forward, but it's if it gets charged, it's gonna probably still die. So yeah, ah, you don't need any tough units. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like the Eldar Codex is like Eldar Codex. It's a bit pricey. Yes, but I think so. if they were cheaper, they'd be busted. So I'm happy about it. I don't want another busted. No, codex. I'm. I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessarily bad. Don't take me that way. I'm just saying uh, everything. You know, it's. It feels like a really solid B plus A minus book. That some of the stuff, like you said, would absolutely be busted if it was cheaper. They got the rules. Uh, I think the points are pretty close. So no, I think it's. I don't think it's terrible at all. Fucking no. cow. <laughs> yeah, it's that. That's a book that needs some points. Well, man. that was one. I got Tom, uh, Thompson had a. He dropped down this unit, this towel unit from Deep Strike, and it was a crisis suit unit, and it was five or maybe six uh, suits, and then he had seven drones in that unit, 
And I was like, holy crap. And I, so I got all excited. I was like, oh my God, my blast weapons are going to work. And then I literally shot everything else. And then by the time I got to blast, I got them down below the 11 models. So I didn't get to actually get any value out of my blast. But I was excited for a minute there because I could have gotten value out of it. Uh, you're not running warp spiders? That's like prime warp spiders right there. No, that's where like, I've been. I, I literally I mean, I've been just, just trying different things. And that was that was the one thing I, I like that list I used over the weekend. Like I was talking to Cookie about it. I didn't have any real deep strike threats. And I like Baharoth, but like against custodes, I would have I would have loved to have Azerman or somebody just to I don't think Baharoth, Baharoth hits hard enough to really mess with custodes. That's that's exactly what it, like he was like he was doing his yo yo and then the custodes were like okay, like fine. They just they, they, he I don't know if he killed a custode bike maybe after like three turns of trying to of doing his stuff into him, he might have <laughs> killed one. But it was like it was not impressive where like the middle of the board I was the middle of the board. He, he like on turn two or three, he had Trajan, like tunes a warden and a Sagittarium. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't even think about going in there. So it, uh, it was, and that's where I was like, if I had Azerman, I just sent him in there and he could go fight him for two turns by himself. So. I mean, I mean Baharoth is, Baharoth is funny, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's like, you ever see that, that little, clip from the office where it's Michael jumping around yelling parkour. <laughs> That's what I feel like Baharoth is. Well, he, parkour! He's not fixing any holes that the army has, which is the right. problem with him. So, some, Get your fugin in there! Kill a dire! Come on! I'm going to try that eventually. Every time, I, every time I look at Halo Doom, I'm like, oh god. You know, if you could just shoot twice with guide up, it's, it's especially fighting custodes where they're turning off rerolls. I was like, man, if I had if I had a guided unit and can just split fire, and you know, you can't turn off all the rerolls, and you'll get some auto wounds through. But, yeah, I'm gonna try it eventually. So, my my thing that I, my takeaway from that book is I think there's a good a good selection of solid units, which you know there there seems to be more than just a couple go to units. There's a lot of different stuff. They can do a lot of different things. And I think the good players are going to be able to come up with different builds as it sits, which, which I think is pretty cool about a codex. You know, yeah. it's a lot of, a lot of codexes come out and everybody talk about, talks about two or three super good units. And that's what everybody gravitates towards. And this book just seems like there's a lot of different like quality units that you can build in different ways and uh that that makes me pretty pretty happy that you know we're going to maybe see different builds out of this book based on different play styles you know what what different units can accomplish on the table yeah it seems like it, it makes you want to like cherry pick certain units like like one ofs you know like not you know I'm, i haven't gone through enough but like scorpions or like a unit of banshees or unit of uh fire dragons or whatever it makes it makes you feel like you want to pull one ofs of certain things before you go spam and everything else. I do think the aspect warriors are, are one of the real winners in this book. And <laughs> it's yeah. See, that was Ben who, 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 and if you guys aren't watching the video, but <laughs> uh, you know, that I do, you know, I think craft worlds and the, and the lore and the story, you know, having good aspect warriors just makes for an interesting army. It's the way it should be. And, and really the eighth edition book, um, some of the some of the aspect warriors were severely lacking. So this is it's 
it's pretty cool. I, I, I dig it. I've been playing Eldar for a long time, and I got to tell you, I've never seen Striking Scorpions good. Just so that, I've never never, that, good. that Exarch is probably one of my favorite models in the whole army. Which one? The Crushing Blows one or the, the Crushing Blows one? He's so fun. Yeah, he's <laughs> he might be one of my favorite. Like, it's not it's not the unit; it's just him. You know, yeah. <laughs> take these mortals, bitch. So he doesn't do mortals, but he just he just with guide. Oh, yeah, sign me up. I just I want to run Beal Tan just to see how stupid it can get. So I'm sure I'll try that eventually. Why Why don't you just rip the Band-Aid off and go, what is it, uh, the cane and the Hail of Doom, whatever the one where you get double hits and sixes auto wound and then to get the plus or two damage on sixes to wound? Let's just go YOLO. Let's just bounce Custodes off the board with this guy. <laughs> Dude, uh, Alex has been running the Avatar cane. And uh, he's still running that old model. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, man, that's the official model for the Avatar Kane right now until they release a new one. So <laughs> that little tiny guy, yeah, <laughs> he's been bringing what's uh, what's going to be the proper size base, I guess, in case anybody squeals. But I'm thinking to myself, like, man, you know, really, you think about it, that is the official model for the Avatar. Remember right the now. proper size base? The thing's like three inches shorter. Yeah. So. <laughs> But yeah, it's, I'm uh, I've got a Fordrill uh, one, and he's really big. Yeah, he's been yeah. doing the yeah. he's been doing the Hell of Doom thing with the Avatar Kane, and it's been pretty working pretty well for him. I was looking over at Dojo, and, and Rundy was over there beating the brakes off a uh, Custodes list with Harlequins. So he's he's pretty excited. He like he likes those Harlequins out of that book. Yeah, I think Harley, Harlequins Harlequins are really good. I everybody's going light. Um, Dan kind of has a theory the other way. What are you thinking, Dan? Because you're more if, dark. On if that. you're playing pure Harlequins or um, more than like a men patrol, and you're not playing dark, you're an idiot. So, like, like, you, like the, well, can you the, elaborate the power on of the dark? Huh? Yeah, the yes. the dark the dark power just auto wins. Like as a sisters player, if I just if I saw dark Harlequins, just good game, you win. You know, you can't you can't trade into them at all. Like they're they're and then they yeah I think dark is the way to go going to going to AP two, or going from extra AP on all their stuff the auto fight on death yeah. with all their stuff it's just stupid like and light you know like because I've been using light and honestly uh, the light trait especially on their transports doesn't come into play very much you know because if if they're if they're close enough that they don't they don't care about it if they're you know half the time because they're minus one to hit they're already hitting you on fours. So light, like it's light is weird. Like light's okay if you run like a small amount of the void we void weavers or whatever. But I would not be running if I was running pure harlequins. It'd probably be dark. Or even just, death is so huge. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Like just a guarantee. And then they have a, a, a takeaway obsec um, a relic in there. So dark is just rocking four gross. attacks a dude. I mean, it's. Yeah, one guy dies. I'll I'll take four attacks, please. Yeah, dark is the dark is terrifying. I think for for a lot of armies. So I think GSC players are going to, have to take more flame hand flamers than they are now. So I took a, I took you to hand flamers last night. Speaking of which, playing Harley's and uh, popped up and uh, rolled a grand total of eleven shots on on five d six. So I was like, well, this is awesome. I even paid for them to show up three inches away so they could be obsec on an objective and. 
hand flame or something off. And I'm like, here's the perfect time. Toughest three models, all these D6s, 11 shots. Oh, cool. I guess I'm not going to kill you guys now. It's pretty trash. And then they heroically intervened into me and and fucked my shit up. So. Yeah, Harleys are are weird though too because uh, like Harley troops are strength four max if you buy them a weapon, so toughest five becomes awkward for them in melee, and then most of their shuting is strength six, you know shuriken cannons. So once you once you hit T six T seven, there it gets even more awkward for them to deal with you, and then 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 after that it's just void weaver big shooting and like people are going nuts over the void weavers and and they're going for. I don't know. I think somebody said almost like $75 a pop, which is almost double what they normally cost. But like, I you, I don't know. I think people should actually test it out because they're not reliable. Like they just, they have no rerolls. So they're, they're, they're okay, but they're not, I don't think they're as broken as everyone says. They might be a little bit under. Did you get this video frozen or you guys? No. Uh, Ben's frozen. Oh, no, Ben moved. No, Ben just went <laughs> <to move>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll yeah. see, though. I mean, I expect it seems like there'll be a lot of people running pure Harleys. Man, if people are buying Void Weaver for 75 bucks a pop, I've got some sitting on a shelf over here. Like, they're painted nicely, too. What's up? It was the Webway Gate, 200 bucks. 200 bucks for Webway Gate? Yeah. Man, I got some sprues. I, can, I should try I can to find mine somewhere. It's somewhere here. The Webway, if, I, if I owned a Webway Gate, I would be selling it because it's not as good as people think it is. Well, well especially I have me. one. You know, again, like player places to train, you can you can definitely screw someone with that webway gate pretty quick. Yeah, just if just if you go first. So, I guess they're they're listing them at uh, two hundred, but they're selling on eBay right now for one hundred and fifty yeah. only. So well, China sold out of them, so that's a yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, they, I went to the website. I went to the GW website today just to see what was available and like uh, support platforms are gone. You know, all the all the stuff that seems like striking scorpions are gone. You know, a lot a lot of things that people are you know really after are just gone. So, now nah, if you that's you got to be what's Tyrannus next. You better be you better deep dive the rumors so you can buy yes. what you want before you see the book because they're gonna have the same problem. Yeah. Do you see the uh, see the leaked model today that they finally they, they gave the information about? What do you guys think the, of it? The, the alien impregnator? Yeah. It goes around and slaps a face on you. <laughs> the, the egg tube. I think it's cool. I think it's, it's flying flying bugs is always cool, you know, as far as, you know, aesthetics go. Whether or not it'll be good, I have no idea, but... It, it's, nice. If it's buffable and is it a character? I didn't see it. They said it was a character. It was like six wounds, move sixteen inches, and then it could every turn yet you, you poop mortal wounds into people, and it can make free ripper swarms. I mean, they and they specifically said the interesting thing I thought there was they specifically said the ripper swarms that it poops out don't hey cost guys, points. Hold on one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this and restart it because my my video is frozen. We're basically just streaming a. Uh, <laughs> We're streaming a just a still picture. So, one second. Coming. I'm sure he's playing Eldar. Yeah. Thompson's probably playing Tau, or Custodes. Dirty, nice, dirty Tau. Yeah, the Viet's coming. 
Nice. So, yeah. Sure, Warriors, Warriors is probably still playing his Tau. Or not Tau. Uh, Eldar. Eldar, yeah. So, yeah. pretty good. There's over 60, 60 people right now signed up. And Cookie still has to sign up. So, there's going to be... I, I would imagine they'll probably be pushing 70 before attrition. Yeah, I'll be doing Forces of the Hive Mind. So, I've got a mixed list that I'm doing. Flamer them bitches. What's that? Oh. I said, flamer them bitches. Yeah. Really? We'll see. I was uh, I was debating getting together a uh, another list for for Holton, and uh, last night we were playing, we were dojoing, and I said something about man, I might need to just kick up something else. And Mark was like, "You realize you're getting married this weekend, then you go on your honeymoon, right?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." So I'm probably I'm probably just gonna have to dance with the girl I brought to the dance and. Drink, uh, drink whiskey with Scott Ta- Scott Sasser all weekend. Is probably what's going to boil down to. So, I'm not going to Free State. Well, you better send whiskey. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll just drink with your picture. Yeah, it'll be a virtual whiskey drinking. You got to Facetime yeah. him while you drink whiskey. Yeah, we are doing Tesla talks. So, between me and my crew, we drank eighty-two honey shots this weekend, dude. It was rough. Yeah, whoever does not have headphones on, somebody's got some serious reverb going on. It's is Dilly. Dilly. Probably me. Yeah. I you got that uh, phone tech. Yeah, rocking the phone. Yeah, so what did what did I miss when I was frozen? Fill me back up. Fill you literally up. Literally waited for you. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah, we just chilled. The best the best Phoenix Lord. All in agreements, yeah. I guess. Azurman. That's what they. That's what. That's what the general consensus was. I mean, they're all good as long as it's. Not... Yeah. I think the Carrer or whatever his name is. Carangers. Yeah, crazy. I think her the mortal out, mortal wound output is really good. Yeah. Or potential. Yeah, it's potential. Like I like Azurman just because he's got similar. Yeah. But that's, that's nothing about this. But like the, this book made a lot of those guys playable. What's, mm-hmm. What is kind of ironic is the one that they released an actual new model for was the one that fucking sucks. Which... Here's what I'm curious. You guys have played with them. Does the three wounds uh, per phase for them actually matter? No, it just means they'd last two phases. <laughs> <laughs> they had more than six wounds. They it might be okay, but... <laughs> they're... <laughs> if people want to strip the three wounds off of they're going to do it. But you're yeah, not going to shoot it and charge it, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to do it with just like a couple random shots though. So it's going to take a little yeah. bit of investment. But it's not a it's not a big deal. Well, my thing is like they don't have a way to heal Eldar. So no. You, kind of, kind of. Well, with for Wraith units, that's it. No, no, I meant you just the heal is the strat to get back up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's how you get your third phase out of them. Is hope you roll four up. <laughs> I mean, if they That's had a good. heal, then... can you fate dice that? No, <laughs> can't re-roll it either. So, oh uh, yeah, no, but man, I'll tell you what, I played a, uh, I played a Harlequins player. He played pure Harlequins last night, and those stupid ass luck dice, man, those things are, you know, people were bitching about fate dice. You know, the the Harlequin, you know, whatever that, whatever they're calling their dice. It was like, here, let me use my extra 25 CP rerolls during the game. You know, and, and you can't do anything but just sit there and watch it happen. It's like, you wait, you can use that multiple times a phase. 
you know, multiple times on the same roll. It's like, yeah, that's what it says. It's like, oh. Oh, I don't think he can do it on the same roll. Not the same roll. He still only re-roll once. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He still can only re-roll a dice once. Well, no, no, no. But like, say dice, you have six dice, dice in there, once. can you replace three with yep. those fucking dice? Yeah. That, that was what I was trying to say with it. Maybe I said uh-huh. that poorly. So... That's... I thought he was like, I still missed. I'm going to do it again, do it again, do it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one die for good. 10 minutes. Yeah. See, that's Lucky. the thing that I was, our, our guy tested him. He was he was getting tilted because like, he started out rolling three dice, which I think is like a 50-50, and he wasn't getting it. So then he ro- went down to two dice, and he kept rolling doubles. So he was getting he was getting no bonus dice for most of his two games. But just, just the three. Yeah, so what's the gimmick work if they if they roll duplicates they lose them all or they get three base I think for two thousand points and then you roll one to six dice and then you get as long as you don't roll a double uh, then you get that many extra so if you roll like two dice you know only one out of six times do you double up so you get it if you roll it don't double you get two extra luck dice for that turn so most people are gonna be rocking about five is what you're saying. Yeah, you probably roll two or yeah, two or three is probably all you're going to realistically roll. But I I imagine most people are just rolling two, and you get two extra rolls. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It was like I was like, it's like I'm like, oh, unit's dead, and it's like, oh, hang on, let me uh, let me use these dice and see if they're dead or not. You know, and it was like, oh, okay, well they're not dead now, so it's real good. It is real good. It's definitely Mm -hmm. real good. I almost I don't I don't know fate fate dice seemed dope but uh, that almost seemed more powerful than fate dice in my mind but I haven't played any games with fate dice so I can't tell you what you guys' opinions on that is or not but I love fate dice that's for sure yeah I I love them but it's I've I've definitely had turns where I like oh I need just one psychic and I don't get it or I need a charge yeah. and I don't get it and you know or yeah there's just it, it's it's strong ability but it's not guaranteed which is what helps balance it yeah so what do you guys you guys think we'll see a uh a tower custodies faq this weekend no no i don't think we're gonna see anything from until may to be honest okay i think it's sooner i would hope i would hope it's sooner because i mean this is this it really is impressive after playing all weekend i mean i Trajan's fifty points under costed. I mean, just he's more than fifty under costed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could go up however you want to. You know, and I, it was it, it's this is a lot of game breaking things that, that I mean, how, how and custodes could do. So how quick was the Admech one? Because that was like a thirty day FAQ, wasn't it, or less? It was a well, is it FAQ or is it a nerf? That's they're they're different. I don't remember. But when, like, Mech... when the Iron Striders lost core and that whole first FAQ for that. That was that, pretty fast, yeah. That. Yeah. Well, say, like, I feel, I feel like it was like six weeks or something. Like it was like a little bit more than a month, and then they then they came out and tried to balance them out. I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier, right? You know, the book feel, the Eldar book feels like some of the stuff's higher pointed. I think it's just because when you look at the last two books that came out, you were like, huh, look at this. And the Eldar book came out, and it's all fairly reasonable. I think it's one of those things where do they nerf? Uh, they go ahead and nerf it now, or do we think you know Eldar and Nids and the next couple books will knock stuff down? Because 
one thing I hate to see over and over again is when they nerf something and then something else comes out that invalidates it and they never go back. Yeah, someone said, uh, Dan said, uh, Dan Moose, I hope I'm saying that right, Moose or Moss, uh, said six weeks for Ironsires to lose core. So, yeah, that was that was a month and a half. Which, which we're we're at a month and a half. We're past a month and a half. I think I asked this every freaking episode, but whenever we do a quarterly update, was it April? May. May, okay. So, I hope that does it. I'm excited. I'm excited to see, like, a pattern with that. And I know we have to wait to see the pattern play out, but uh, I'd like to see how consistent they are, you know, between them. And, and be able to compare three or four of them at some point in time might be pretty dope. Do you think the talent and custodians need like fundamental changes or rule changes, or is it mainly just like point changes is what they need? Uh, I, well, some of their weapon systems are free. I mean, so, so I, like I think the, I can't remember what's free on the broadsides. Is it the rail guns? Yeah, the rail guns. Yeah, yeah. the rail guns are for free twenty on points. The you can upgrade to the shitty missiles. Yeah, like, like how, how are the rail guns the free, the free thing on this eight wound model? Uh, that has a two-up save that you can give Phil no pain. You know, it just... Oh, and the drones can, you know, be attached to it too. So we had a big discussion in our local chat today about uh, the bodyguard rule with them and how someone was talking about how you can string out the bodyguards to, like, your broadsides by using the drones. And there was an argument that the drones don't have the, the character keyword, but the way the Tau bodyguard rule is written... As basically it says, you know, character unit. And since the drones are part of the unit, they can stretch the range out for the bodyguard. And I'm like, uh, I don't even care anymore. Whatever. Yeah, you gotta, like, do, like, drones can't benefit from horrors or something like that, too. Yeah. And, and that's just it. As they took, they really did. They, it was, the old book was poorly designed. The old book was playing something else not 40K. You know, and then they, it was like, oh, well, we can, you know, hold my beer. Let's see if we can do that again. You know, and they, they did it. You know, they figured out a way to make it even more non-interactive, you know, even more, you know, just not playing the 40K that everybody else is playing. And and there does need to be some, I think one paying for missile systems should be a good start. You know, especially a missile system that uh, has pretty much range board and mortal wounds on top of it when it hits. On a unit that get access to rerolls to wound and rerolls to hit, you know you, you you should be paying for those weapon systems. And I you know my fix for custodies would be I think custodies if you'd roll them back to like the LVO points, or the 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 pre uh, the pre ministerium or whatever that book was points changes I think they'd be just fine. I don't know. I think you gotta go up a little bit past that. So yeah, they were broken at LVO. So yeah, yeah. you think they were broken at LVO? I mean, trading were, was only still 170. Yeah, yeah. they were they were pretty dominant. You know, and I was I was thinking about it too. Two of the top eight, three of the top eight. Yeah, and one of our guys, you know, always makes smart comments about what other armies can do while he's playing custodies. And I'm thinking, like, you know, all your CP, all your strats are under cost. You guys, I wish you guys could have been in the shop last night to hear Alex uh, get tilted while winning a game against a custodies player. <laughs> Because, you know, the shutoff reroll strat is 1 CP. You know, the, the transhuman strat is 1 CP. You know, the, the the minus your charge is 1 CP. You know, for for being an elite army, they uh, they have the Dollar Tree 
pricing on on all their fucking strats. You know, they they don't they don't pay any kind of a free a premium for any strat in my mind. And I I think if I were going to look at the custodies fixes, it'd be one going back to the old points, and two uh, some of the strats need to need to increase in how much CP they spend. Um, I feel like fundamentally with those two new books, that was kind of a theme, right? Their their strats are really cheap. They're both armies that generate a lot of CP. So, you know, fundamentally, I think the books are actually pretty sound. But, you know, there's points and then that other resource we talk about, that CP. I think they, they just are too efficient in that CP. But uh, overall, you know, it's hard to say with so many other books coming. I, I think that's a, they're very interesting mechanically, though. Yeah. What? Who? Tau? <laughs> What? No, man, Josh, I love you, but that might be the stupidest thing. Nah, dude, said. it's an interesting book. It's an interesting book. It, and when I say mechanically, I'm talking about how they wrote the book. Okay. I do find I actually read the book and, and I like the book, uh, but you know, there I think that they're looking at their resource generation, especially on CV, is just too much. Are you talking and about the lore section? Basically free on there. <laughs> the units I, are way too cheap. I think if I ever met who wrote that book, I would punch them square in the dick. <laughs> well, Tau will never be the way they keep doing Tau. They will never be a balanced army because they no. you cannot have them be yeah. one phase to be balanced. So GW needs to stop doing that. Give them give them an upgrade pack for their crisis suits and let them do a little bit of melee so they can not make them as because like I mean don't be wrong. Tau deserve to get nerfed and they're they're broke as hell right now. But they're gonna get nerfed. And they're gonna be shit tier again, which is fine with me. We don't gotta worry about them for another couple of years. But they just—they won't ever be a—they will never be a balanced fun army to play against in 40k with the way they keep doing them. It really sucks because their lore—they've got all the options to give them melee units and stuff. I mean, look at the look at the crew lore. You can add an entire subsection of arm um, units that, quote unquote, uh, in the lore, you know, they're supposed to supplement the Tau with melee and. They mention five different units by name that we've never seen in the game. It's like, throw them some more stuff. Yeah, yeah I have no problems with them getting some access to melee units. Like, I have no problem with that at all. Well, that's the one thing I was going to say, too. Um, and it's very anecdotal, but you're seeing some events, like the attrition rates uh, are getting pretty impressive. Like, for events, it's kind of what it, it's kind of feeling like a little bit. Maybe not, maybe not the big, big events, but like some of the smaller ones. I heard of one that like had 45 people signed up and only 30 showed up. You know, just stuff like that because people don't want to have to deal with Tau and Custodes and all the other stuff. You know, that's just broke as hell right now. Well, you know, my bread and butter is running events at that size, and and I will say the attrition rate is is definitely high right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finish what you were saying, Bam. I can't fucking remember at this point now. So I was I was gonna say like it's you know they did make an early patch. I what was the last time they actually put out like the surprise, the surprise FAQ or the surprise errata for uh, for Drakari? You guys, when was that? Drakari came out in April, uh... and then their first errata was right after Bug Eater, right before Bug Eater. So yeah, two months. Not the first one, but the one they did oh. where basically they ended the. Uh, last well, then it would after January, right? Because that was the last balance update. So they, February. Did they get their own little thing before the balance update, though, or was that included in the balance update? I mean, the the very first balance update, them and uh, Admech had something. There's just point changes, I think. But <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's at a state that maybe maybe some action outside of the balance data slate might not be a horrible idea. 
you know, where it will hurt. That's why I am kind of glad that, you know, with the, with the event scene and what the event scene is, that if, it, if, if, if GW sees some attendance, their events drop off based on what the meta is, you know, maybe, maybe changes will come about a little bit faster. Yeah. I mean, clearly you don't need a bounce update because with Custos, they did a day two of Custos being out or whatever it was, or not even one of that. Like, so they can clearly update it whenever they want. They don't have to wait for the, the balance update. Yeah. I, I would like to see them be more proactive, especially, you know, like it's, again, there's, there's, there's statistics to back it up. Uh, Dan was talking about it last week. What was it like? At, what was the percentage when it wasn't head to head? It was almost like 72% win, win rate. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. mid seventies and nobody went positive against them faction wise. And, uh, Tau was the same when there were like one army that was positive in the Tau. Well, the, the best win rate in the Tau was Tau. Yeah. So like, like you can statistically back it up. The data's there. The research is there. You know, it's obvious there's a problem. I don't think it's a matter of, you know, lately I've heard discussions always try to throw into it the, you know, well, the meta just maybe hasn't adapted or players haven't figured out how to play into this book. And I I don't think that argument holds water here. Um, You know, does anyone have a differing opinion in that or? Ben, you're making me tired, yawning, brother. Sorry, I worked 14 hours before I jumped on this podcast. That's fair, man. I'm glad uh, you're here. <laughs> you know, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I mean, gosh, I just... It's not like AdMac. Because AdMac had a feels-bad unit that had ridiculously powerful firepower backing it up. And what they did is they stifled the firepower. You know, they nerfed the rail, the rifles, and they nerfed the chicken. Um, I don't know, how, like Dan said, I don't know how you do that to the towel without just ruining the book. <laughs> like, it either blows you off the table and wins because it kills you, or it doesn't play the mission because they don't play the mission. Mm-hmm. They don't have any, they don't have anything to to steal close combat. Like the suits being one model a piece and point heavy for them to be efficient. If you were to try to take objectives against object, you're just not going to do it. So I don't know. Make, make a combat drone. There you go. <laughs> Stupid. What's that? Did he just say to make a combat drone? Yeah, a combat drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Make like ninjas. I don't know. They got stealth suits. Fruit. Make like little ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. We just need another drone with savior protocols. That's that's what it needs. I, hopefully Tau gets gets beat over the head like they did the orc book, and then the game is better for it, and Tau players can get it and go play something else. So, and and sadly, that's what I think that's what's going to happen, right? They're going to patent it, triple nerf it, and then we're not going to see Tau. That's what needs to happen, and and then next time they redo the Tau book, they need to have somebody with a brain get in there and actually fix them and make them a not you know a, I don't know a viable army that isn't just blow the person off the board. But maybe they're hate... afraid that it'll become too vanilla, you know, like 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 it's very comparable to another army. Maybe, you know, maybe they, I, maybe they want that unique piece, which I agree. I agree, it's terrible to try to balance it around, but maybe they want that flavor. Mm. I don't fucking know. I just my thing. I hate to see anyone playing 40k. You know, at the end of the day, 
even if they're dirty, disgusting, gross towel players, they're they're in the same community, <laughs> and and I, I would hate to see anyone's army nerfed into oblivion because having yeah. having a sub tier book is, is no fun. Like you know, we joked earlier when Scott was talking about trying to make space wolves work. You know, I've I've been doing that for a year now. You know, and I've had some some success, but it's been it's definitely been hard mode. You know, and I would like to see everybody's book be viable or see everybody's book have somewhat of a chance and not be nerfed into oblivion. You know, but I, but I do think that's the only way that this book will will get some redesign because they like they went the wrong way. They they yeah. instead of bringing Tau into the forty k way of playing you know other books they they went the opposite way like they don't play 40k the same way everybody else does and they made it even more distant than it was which maybe they think it's cute from a, a lore or a fluff standpoint but you know all all it's really seemed to do and it's giving a lot of people feel bads right now mm-hmm. was it was the air burst used to be 18 inch range and zero ap right I think you could make him AP one with a with a thing. Was there? ATS, yeah. Yeah. Airburst yeah, was also yeah. only the commander. No, you could take it on normal units. Right, yeah, you could. Yeah, but it was you know why why do they need base AP, you know one and six cents extra range? Like I don't know who in their right mind thought that was a good idea. So but. maybe they got they got Matt Ward hiding out writing towel books. So. Well, just what you're saying, they're like, yeah, I, it sucks to have your your army nerf, but like, I'd rather see the tau book get destroyed, so you know the majority of the community can still have fun in the game rather than leave it as it is. Yeah, right. Wasn't that the whole argument way back? You know, when the supplements like veteran cohort supplement was coming out, Drukari supplement was coming out, we we're like, well, you need to do something for the good of the game rather than just two bucks. Yeah, someone said get rid of bodyguard, yeah. reduce airburst, airburst eighteen. Uh, Moncon needs line of sight. They're fixed. They don't need to uh, get rid of bodyguard. They just need to fix bodyguard. Moncon yeah, is not the best. Like people still yeah. taking Moncon don't even understand how that book functions. Like, yeah, it shouldn't be Cow- three turns. Well, no. Jeff Jeff Cow- has Young. shown into Cal Young a bunch of times this weekend. Yeah, Cal Young is ridiculous. And it worked out pretty well for him, actually. So what's Cal, what's Cal Young do? It's turn three, four, five. Uh, turn three, you get exploding sixes to hit. Turn yeah. four, you get exploding fives to hit. And then turn five, exploding fours to hit. And then you also can fall back and shoot with a minus one penalty. But you think, think about it like this. Uh, like, uh, let's say I'm playing Custodes. Say I'm playing Custodes and, and they're playing Tau. I Don't you have to be like 12 inches or something like that, too? Isn't there a range limit on the... 18 and 12. Yeah, it's, it's not much, but uh, the, you still, it, it, at the end of the game, you're going to be close. But anyway, so like, mm-hmm. say the Tau person goes first. Your opponent's all hiding. So you do Cal no, Yun. So you're not doing much turn one. You don't want to commit too much. So then your opponent's turn one, you know, they probably whatever adjust or do some other things or even even if they try to like move up the board aggressively on their turn one so then your turn two you do some shooting or whatever their turn two they charge you get engaged with you know what as much as they can try to kill stuff and guess what it's your turn three you just fall back your arm and shoot and get exploding six to hit why like, why would you want to fall back and shoot at a penalty when you can just shoot into close combat with the stupid fucking suits 
to move to get on objectives to shoot other targets yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to not that's that's like that that is what you can do to like blunt their firepower is is that we and not even that like also you can sacrifice stuff just to stop them if they want to sit there and shoot you and not move at all and actually somebody i was reading something like if you get into combat with like i say they got drones strung out and you get into combat with just the drones like say you pot or consolidate into the drones they can't actually shoot you with their other guns the way the way those the the big gun never tire stuff is worded apparently they if the if the suit isn't in melee with you it can't shoot you so if you're touching drones it can you can actually screw them weird it's good to know yeah i i've got to verify that i i i think it's correct but that's what people are talking about is one way to try to try to counter tau but all, if the tau player just protects their drones then you can't do it so I think it's a fundamental 40k problem because I think I argue actually the book has everything you want in a book, but it's playing a different edition because nothing lives. It can't hold objectives, but it's got scout units. It's got units with pregame moves. It's got cheap deep strike units. It just nothing can live. It doesn't have anything that can go contest an objective. Well, after your opponent's dead, you don't need to be durable, right? And that is uh, that seems to be the argument that they went with. Well, the, the crazy part is if they just nerf suits, they still got the uh, triple, what it, triple devil, devil fish, fish rush. devil fish rush bullshit, and yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff wrong with that book. So, bring back Riptide and Shield drones. Uh, you shut your whore <laughs> mouth. So, all right, guys, I uh, I'm gonna get off here tonight and uh, go get some rest. Uh, Laura and I have to go to a funeral tomorrow. And uh, hopefully I see some, I think I see a couple of you guys at the wedding this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. And next week we'll not be back for an episode. But you should always go listen to Advanced Warfare and listen to what Ben's got to say. He put an episode up a couple days ago. So you guys should enjoy that as well. So I'll see Dilly and Dan at the... At the Dilly, were you coming down for the wedding? I can't make it. Work won't let me go. Oh, shut up. Dan was coming yeah. down, so I guess see Dan. Uh, and then I'll see, hopefully, everybody at Holton. I'm going to have to get a picture of uh, Scott to drink with. <laughs> <laughs> just, just crash. The I'll be there in spirit, man. In spirit. So I'm going to go around the horn once, and we can call tonight. Uh, Dan, last words. What you got? Nerf towel. Nerf towel. Josh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being Johnny on the spot. Ah oh, man, uh, my pleasure, man. It's uh, looking forward to depth kind of stuff. Even though you're in here white knight for towel, never coming back on again. Yep. Hey, sorry, man. <laughs> so, Scott, what you got, Sasser? <laughs> Not much, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. All right, uh, Dilly. Uh, thanks for letting me field report today, and then uh, I got what Show Me Showdown July 9th and 10th, I think, or 8th and 9th. Tickets are available. I'll be at Show Me. So, uh, Ben, what you got? Fuck Salmons. <laughs> Later. Uh, hey, uh, how many how many Guardian platforms are you taking now? At least thirty. Anywhere, anywhere between. I don't know. I think I've had what four to. It doesn't matter. Six. Get your own shit. That's my shit. Bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just kidding. You guys can arm wrestle for it. Shit. <laughs> With our dicks. Oh, oh. shit.
game over, man. It's game over.